The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Depending on where they finish and the Dolphins finish. Let's just put it this way. This did not go well. How many, how many balls, what is he going to be? Like a red zone target for them? Because they, they have a ton of weapons. They collect speed, and the one thing, at least, even though he doesn't play as fast as his time says, he does run fast. So I'm sure if he can ever learn the playbook that Mike McDaniel gives him, maybe he'll have him in motion and he'll try and, you know, he's not going to. He's going to catch the fourth corner because there's three other guys that are right. going to be more, you know, interesting to the opposing defense. So here's polls on what went wrong with Clay Paul. You're always disappointed in, in this situation, and it's definitely something I take ownership of. You know, last year in the situation we were in, wanted to you know, add another receiver to the offense, uh, not only to help us be more productive, but also help Justin uh, take the next step. So the, the right thought process was there, and I feel comfortable with that. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, and we're hoping for him to be a little bit more productive and be someone that could help us take it to the next level. So uh, obviously unfortunate of where we are. Everybody was is asking and wondering, what is was that the root of the problem? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of things. I, I always look at Things from a player's perspective, you have a player going into his free agent year who wants to be productive and help his career out. And, and when things aren't going the right way, sometimes you get emotional and, you know, things don't work out and, and you struggle to, to blend in and, and, and keep resilient, stay resilient with the rest of the crew. And um, again, I think Chase is going to learn from this situation. We all will. And I wish him luck, you know, moving forward um, throughout his career. What is his future here? Yeah, so right now we're kind of just taking it day by day to, to figure out what the next move is. But I know whatever, you know, we do, you know, we're always taking the interest of, you know, the best interest for the uh, Chicago Bears in mind. And obviously he was traded, so that was from yesterday. But I thought him taking ownership and yeah. admitting, saying, like, we're going to learn from it as well. It's a good moment of reflection for Ryan Poles right there. You almost got it again. I almost, almost yeah, got it. Another, almost. another pie in the face there. Saw you, you saved yourself. I had to overly think about it, yeah, yes. I get it. Notice no, how I, it's during the bad moves that I almost say. Ooh, Freudian uh, slips. Yeah, I think you're connecting the dots, so to speak. Look, it's. I love the fact that he that he owns it as well. I mean, it was time to move on. And the reason why they allowed it to exist for even a few more days was is they were trying to orchestrate a, a trade. Yep. And even if you get something out of it, something. it's better than nothing. Right. You could have, again, you could have panicked and you could have said, forget him. Get him out of the building. I've had enough. Yes. He's gone. But at least you got something. I Correct. know you had to send a seventh rounder just to get a sixth rounder. But a sixth rounder is better than a seventh rounder. And... He was worthless to you at this point. And even though Eberflus was with us earlier and I asked Eberflus, uh, is it addition by subtraction? I truly believe that, yes, while Justin's been better and while um, the play calling's been better, too, I really believe getting him out of the equation, not forcing him to get the reps and to get the play time and to get him out of the huddle, I truly believe it has freed everyone up. And that they have been more productive and it hasn't been just a coincidence without him. That it has been addition by his subtraction. I agree. Good.
Uh, 312-332-3776. You want to hear a little celebration in the locker room afterwards? I love celebrating. You love the locker room? They don't do a club dub, but this was even... Would you like to uh, have another club dub going? You loved a good club dub. I loved... When they were winning 12 games, I loved club dub. Eight, nine club dub? Nah. 12 and 4 club dub when it was 16 games was good. I, my, my guess is they blew the roof off this locker room after losing 14 straight. I don't know. I no? don't know if they know how to blow off uh blow the roof off. They don't have a lot of practice. This was this was Sometimes the, that's when you, you you get a little too crazy because you you try to act like you've been there they haven't been there. Here's Eberflus's post game uh little uh session with the team. I want you to listen up. Hey, listen, 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 up. Listen, 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 listen. I read this before the, the, the uh, game today, right? This list. Okay, win the physical battle. Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, did you do the basics? Did we block and finish? Okay, did we tackle and finish? Yes, sir. yes we did. Did we win the ball? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes we did. Yes, sir. Right? And I said, when we do that right, it will be right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. That's what we did. Now, the reason you're able to do this, fellas, is go through all this hard adversity, right? Okay? Is because of the relationships we've built. Okay? Because we're tight. And we've always been tight. And we're going to remain tight. Okay? You guys did a great job. Now, we had momentum last week, right? And it poured into this week, didn't it? Right? And it's going to keep going. That's called momentum. Right? Now, you guys are coming back in on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Right? Get yourself right in terms of your bodies, your minds. Right? Spend some time with the family. Right? You got to do that and relax. All right? And get ready to go. Because... Hometown guy, you got it. Hey, man. Hey, good at everybody, dog. All three phases, man. I'm proud of everybody, man. Real talk. Hey, DJ, good today, bro. Yeah. Real talk. That momentum really carried us, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, family on three. One, two, three. Family. There you go. That's the Bears locker room. And then it got crazy. Then it got crazy. Then it got really crazy. I like when he says, that's called momentum. He's teaching them. Uh, Chris in uh, Little Rock, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Happy Victory Friday. Hey, man. Me too. Hey, love the show. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think a lot of the reason, like, everyone's just so frustrated how the season started was just the whole expectations versus reality battle. You know, like in the uh, off season with all the on-paper hires, I think we got really excited and got a little ahead of ourselves because, you know, the first four games are just disappointing for four different reasons. You know, they seemed to trot out cardboard cutouts against the Packers. Uh, Justin had the ball super glued to his uh, hand in Tampa Bay. And I don't know if you guys have heard this yet, but uh, Taylor Swift has been going to Chiefs game. So, no. Um, oh, yeah, no way, right? Wow. Um, but there's no way we're going to go into Arrowhead and just, you know, pull one out uh, from the Chiefs. And then, of course, we don't need to talk about the Denver game anymore. But um, in the second half last night, I kind of felt the same way as last week, you know, but they buckled down even though they were down multiple players and – even so, Fields and the co put it together. I know it's only one game, but at minimum, you know, it's a chance for the team, even for us, just to exhale and reset with at least a mini break. Because the reality is we were hoping for anywhere from a 7-10 and 10 to a 9-8 team over the course of the season where at least Justin could show that he's the solid starter that we could build around. And it didn't start pretty, but, you know, he, at least right now and going into the weekend, he's tied for the most passing TDs in the league with Kirk Cousins. And D.J. Moore is clearly a dude. And the upcoming schedule being manageable enough that, I mean, after the next couple weeks, they could be near 500 and closer to that goal. That was what we were all hoping for at the beginning of the year. I know, I know none of us really thought it would be a, a playoff team, but at least contending. So 
if it can build off this and continue to show tangible progress as much as the first month hurt, you know, the future could be very well, look a lot better. And if the Panthers help us out with a top five pick and we get another one in the middle of the round, if we reach that goal, you know, um, I think it'll look really good. So, again, thanks for having me on, and I'm yep. interested to just hear your All good points, Chris. I would say this. At this particular moment, for me, I can't even look down that far. I'm just looking for them to build on what they did like we were looking for them to build on what they did the first three quarters against the Broncos. We saw that against the, the commanders with the victory. Let's build on that. Let's let's have Justin go three straight games. That's called momentum. That's momentum. Thanks, Coach. Uh, we saw true bro- progress because what they did is they found a way to close. When was the last time this team closed somebody out? They learned. They took a step towards learning how to win last night in Washington. And the field goal kicker missed a, a, a kick. Well, he did, but like, I, there's no doubt. Had, had Sly made that kick, it would have been a little more tense. I, I get that, but still. They you know, didn't commit I was, zero turnovers. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful they weren't embarrassed on national TV. Do you know what I mean? Like We yeah. weren't the butt of everybody's joke on another national televised game. No, we won convincingly. Yes. Like, we weren't sitting there and everyone was making fun of us on Twitter all night. Right. Like, they were the team taking it to the other team for yeah. once. With a group also on defense that really had been decimated by injuries once again. Like, LeBron was like LeBron was raving about our guys, not about the guys we were playing. Like, right. I know, I, like, well, LeBron, whatever, whoever the guy is, the famous person is, they were talking about our guys doing good stuff instead of the opponent taking it to us. Progress. Progress. Justin on 355. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Justin? Hey, boys. Love the show. Thanks for having me on. I got a couple of things. Number one, do you guys know why when uh, DJ Moore had caught the ball, looked like he scampered, looked like tiptoed, and then went to the end zone, they never reviewed it. No replay, no nothing. And I actually had some friends at the game that said the same thing. It looked like yeah. it should have been reviewed even on a bounce or not, and it went nothing. No DJ, one knew anything about it. Moore was pissed uh, off about that. He even said at the podium after the game, I don't and know, he used those words that he was pissed off. I don't know why they didn't show any type of replay afterwards. Yeah, now, I, I have totally, seen since then, yeah. though, uh, Justin, I have seen like there is something out there on the, the Internet that shows – it's from a distance. It does look like he's possibly out of bounds, but I haven't. I mean, I never saw a replay. It was very questionable. Yeah, I'm not going to complain, obviously. DJ had a great game, finally, which I'm so happy for him because, uh, number one, he's on my fantasy. Not Second, finally. He had a great game last week, too. <laughs> he did. He did, and I didn't start him, but that's another story. Uh, that's on but, you. That's on you, Justin. I know. And then, second, off subject, I keep on hearing about Brian Burns, if they keep losing, is there a possibility we might grab another Panther player? I'll uh, I'll hang up. I want to listen. And keep uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. I appreciate it. I, I will say this. you got to give it, up it, your first-round pick for him. And I'm not giving him their first-round pick back. No, I, it, it is a position that they are going to have to focus on intently in the offseason. I love the fact that they had five sacks last night. They aren't as good on the defensive line as they need to be. They no. need an elite difference-making pass rusher going forward. Can I ask you guys, I saw a stat 
that Chase Young had one of the highest pressure rates all season long. However, I don't know if you guys agree. Watching it personally, I was not extremely impressed by Chase Young. He was not setting the edge. He was just blowing up the field. And it I seemed like a very undisciplined yes. approach that the the Washington he, front four. Were. He was hunting sacks, but I'm not yeah. sure he was applying the pressure the way I would want the team to necessarily go out and build like an offseason around. Like if you're the Bears in that regard too, Justin got lucky that there was no grounding penalty. Remember when he threw it out yeah. of bounds? Yeah. The, the the rules official thought that that should have been called. He wasn't out of the pocket and he just launched it out of bounds. Did you think that should have been a grounding? I think Young was pressuring him, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I felt like it should have been. Uh, I'll say this as well. I, I mean, Justin gets high marks for handling bad snaps last night, too. Oh, Cody. That's got to be worked Is that on. What, yeah, like, it, it's got to be worked they on. They got to drop forward. the center, for goodness sake. Yeah. Like, get a solution at center enough plugging guys in. It's hard enough to play that position knowing guys are coming at you trying to rip your head off. But when you're having to work hard to make sure you just secure the snap, He's it makes jumping. life even He's more got, difficult. Like trying to grab a rebound. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you know. Maybe Cody's hand is still injured. I have no idea. Yeah, regardless, well, he's it's, never been able to snap Cody that Whitehair. Is true. It's true. The shotgun got, snap has always been his issue. That's why they moved him to the guard, right? But he had a brace on his yeah. left hand. I know. I, yeah. I think he's whatever it is. That's got to get cleaned up. Jalen Carter so. and John Michael Schmitz, two guys I think Bears yeah. fans are always going to look back at. You're right. Uh, Reggie and uh, what's his name on Pittsburgh, too? George Pickens. Hey, love the show, guys. What's up, Reggie? Love the show. You all do a great job. And I love how Waddle just took out my whole argument. Oh, I'm sorry, Reggie. I I was talking about Fields catching all the snaps from Whitehead. Thank you, Waddle. My bad. Anything else you want to say, though? Uh, No, I just kind of feel like Terrell Owens about how they've been beating up on Fields. That's my quarterback, you know? Y'all remember? T.O., yes. T.O. with the sunglasses on went through a a teary presentation. Don't cry on us, though, Reggie. I'm glad Phil just came back and he proved himself to be the quarterback. Listen, the best thing that can happen for this franchise is is that 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 trend continues and he defines himself as, as the without a doubts answer at that position. Think about how much... How many resources would be saved to go into other areas to make this team better if you don't have to focus on the quarterback position? Like, there's no question that the best outcome from this entire season would be that Justin continues to play like this and erases all doubts. And there will still be a conversation because of Caleb Williams. Even if Carolina has the number one pick? Listen, if he plays to this level for the entire season, you're not going to draft a quarterback. Now, can he play like this? Right. It's too far. Of course, it's too early to go there. It will be a huge debate, though. I'm telling you, it's not as easy as you think. But you, if they do get that first pick, they could hold it for ransom. Of course. Let whatever team wants Caleb Williams to come up and do exactly Listen, what you I'm did last year. I'm not but saying he, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you that. Meller, you think it's bad thinking about John Michael Schmitz and George Pickens and, and Jalen Carter? And Trubisky. Imagine, oh, be, imagine being the team not drafting Caleb oh Williams. They already did it with Trubisky over Mahomes. So you're already saying that that's uh, what they should do. I, 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 all I'm telling you is everything I've read and watched and 
and thought and heard about Caleb Williams is he's a do not pass quarterback. I've heard no matter. I've heard Baldy speak that way, and I've also heard. They'll be played Joe, Joe Klatt for us on Monday. And, and I believe that who's the other Spielman? Rick Spielman has said comparable stuff as well. Like This is no, a I generational college prospect. Yeah. At least to this point. Uh, Thank goodness we don't have to make any decisions right now on October, what is it, 6th? Tyler, you got to call Sup, by the way. Um, call him uh, now. I think he's waiting for us. Let me take a... Joseph in Wisconsin. Joseph, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, guys. How y'all doing today? I am so, so happy that we won last night. I was in tears. I've been a a Bear fan ever since knee-high to a duck behind. And I'll tell you, Waddle, I done saw every game that you played. And that Dallas game in the playoffs, I I was about to go through the screen and choke Dicker for keep throwing you the ball. <laughs> Don't do that. I, yeah, I was right. I was decent around about what fourteen, fifteen. Then I was yeah. like, why you keep throwing wide to the ball? But he catches everything. Justin Fields is a quarterback, and we all forget last year how he balled out. You know, and he throws some touchdowns last year. He threw touchdown passes last year. So I don't know why people keep on saying that he's not a quarterback. He don't see the field. Yes, it's not a quarterback right now in the league, right now, that's doing like outstanding, outstanding, except Pearly on um, 49ers. He's doing pretty good. But everybody has their struggles. And that's Lou Gibbs. This is Lou second year as being a coordinator. He's never coordinated before. So give them some time and we'll see how the rest of the season go and see how Justin feels. And I think he's going to do fine. And Waddle. That's right, Joseph. You know what we have? That's what we have. We have the benefit of time. No decision has to be made right now. None. So just let it all play out. We're going to let it breathe. Let it it breathe. Uh, One of our great friends, uh, we love this man. And the other thing that I consider, and we're not here to talk baseball with him today. Other days, yes. But one thing that I love about him. He's a man of many sports. Well, and uh, I was going to say, first, I love that he could crush some beers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And he loves country music. Yes, I love that as well. We're not here to talk about that either today. He is one of the greatest storytellers that I know. He can tell in spinning yarn. Yes. Uh, and he texted us last night, and he said, guys, I have a great Dick Butkus story. So we're like, Sut, our house is your house. Amen. And so he knows that, and uh, Rick Sutcliffe, one of our great friends and favorite people, joins us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Sut, how the hell are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing better now that I'm back with you guys, man. How are you guys? We're, we're doing fantastic. okay. We're, yeah. we're riding high after a Bears win, too, so you caught us at the right time. You know, I don't I don't think I would have called had the Bears not won last night. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it seems like that you guys are always great and you're always you're always informative and you bring it you bring the energy, but there's just a there's just a different vibe when the Bears have won, you yes. know? Absolutely. Yep. So I wanna know this. So how do you have a Dick Butka story? 
All right, well, let me start out, Marco, with saying that um, <clears throat> we were up playing golf at Palma Valley with Bill Murray a couple days ago. And I'm telling some stories and everything, and these generals are cracking up all these old retired people that Bill lives with up there. And they ask Bill, they go, Bill, are these stories true? And, and Bill goes, you got to realize when, when Sut's telling the story, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to a movie and it says that it's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Some facts have and I mean, that, that brought the house down more so than anything I had said. But let me tell you something. On our friendship right now, uh, this is not based. This is a true story that happened with Mr. Butkus. A buddy of mine, a great friend named Larry Stewart. A lot of you out there might not know that name, but you'll know this name. He was the original Secret Santa. And he lived in Kansas City. We lived there. We went on what he called sleigh rides every year around Christmas, and we would go to, like, thrift stores, and uh, we'd be with uh, the chief of police and the chief of the fire department, and he had to have a lot of security because he carried, I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars in cash. And our job was just to go to people in that thrift store that looked like they needed it and just give away money. And, you know, he'd give me 10000 or 20000 and you'd just go give it out however you felt, and you'd go back and get more from him. I mean, he was an amazing person. There's been a lot of books written about him and all. So anyway, one, one year he, he, we go to Chicago, and there were some things he wanted to do with some service people up there. And the night before, we did a big sleigh ride. And the next morning he says, come on, we're going to go to breakfast. And he wanted to go to Buck O'Neill's favorite place. When Buck was a, a coach with the Cubs, uh, we go to this restaurant, we walk in there, and there's the, the chief of police, the fireman, there's all kinds of security around us, and sitting at a big table was Dick Butkus. And I am just like, oh, my goodness, this is like a dream come true. I can't believe this. We all walk over and sit down, and, of course, they wanted me to sit by Mr. Butkus. I sit down, and on our friendship, guys, he hikes his legs up and just rips, just rips a fart, okay? I mean, he just, he just lets one go. And, I mean, I'm like going, I'm, if somebody else had done that, I, I'd have slapped it. But, but I didn't want to get my butt kicked by just sitting there. And he didn't say a word. He didn't act like, and nobody else did anything. Well, I, I mean, all of a sudden, the waitress comes up. And he hikes a leg again, lets one go, and he goes, oh, man, my stomach's just not right. And, you know, a couple of people would walk by, and he'd do it. And, and I mean, by then, the whole table's crying, laughing. I, I, I don't know what's going I don't know what to do. So we get done with breakfast, and we head out. we got to go to this golf tournament where Dick had to make an appearance and ride around in the golf cart and take pictures. Well, around every time somebody would come up, he would, I said, man, how do you do that? And he pulled out of his pocket, there was this little rubber thing that had a hole in it. And when he would squeeze it, 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 it was something, it was called the pooter. Yeah. And Bubba Larry, <laughs> Bubba Larry Stewart has a patent on it. He invented it. And I'm telling you, Butkus was unbelievable at it. Every group that come up there for the picture, he'd do that. Everybody, I mean, it was just, you know, some people, it, it might be, you know, it, it might not be right to do that. He made it funny. I mean, everybody was cracking up. And every person, including myself, was still thinking it was him until he told me that. Now, for the clincher. <laughs> okay, we head downtown to the federal building. We go upstairs, and next thing you know, we're walking into to Mayor Richard Daly's office, okay? We walk in. There's like 20 people all around. All of a sudden, they want Butkus and I behind the desk with, with the mayor. Everybody gathers around. They're taking pictures. And wouldn't you know it, Butkus lets 
he let a dandy go. He lets it go. Everybody kind of went, ah, and he turns and he goes, Mayor, what did you have for lunch? (laughs) (laughs) And as people scattered, the mayor, I mean, he got flustered. He was red as could be. He goes, that wasn't me. (laughs) Yeah, right, Mayor. (laughs) Big Buckers just called you out on (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. I got to tell you, son, of all the things I got you in his house, that wasn't it. He was so much fun. Tommy, you guys both knew him. You know him better than I do. I mean, this guy, I mean, he was he he, he lived life large, man. Yeah. Uh, and and what a just what a career. You yeah. know, and regardless of what sport you ever played, I think pretty much everyone around the country would have known who Dick Butkus was and what he had achieved in his time in the NFL. I I mean, just thinking about that reputation and just you know, when Mike Dickus says that he's the toughest, you know, what that he ever was ever around and all that, come on, man. I mean, yeah. how, what, how do you get a better endorsement than that? That's fantastic. So you're the best. Thank you for calling and sharing. Yes. We need, that <laughs> we need was that. awesome going we into the that. weekend for sure. I thought I could pass a little gas on to your fans. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best, Thanks, uh, Thanks Sot. Look. Love you guys. Thanks, Love you too. Yeah, there's Rex. Oh, I under no circumstances no. would I have ever thought that that was the story he was going to tell. That's fabulous. Yes, the pooter. I love. I watch those videos all the time. That's still a product out there. Is there's it really? a comedian who uses it and goes into WalMarts and Targets, and he does that, and it's fantastic with the the camera. That's fantastic. It, uh, yeah. Don't forget, we're going to be out to Twin Peaks and Warrenville. Without that device. Without the device, yeah. uh, I will just fart real. That's right. Real. You don't need the yeah. device. Uh, this Wednesday, Twin Peaks and Warrenville, 2 to 6. It's 282.52 Deal Road in Warrenville. Come out and hang out with us. Waddle and Sylvie, the Nissan Titan Street team will be with us as well. This Wednesday, Twin Peaks, Warrenville, 2 to 6. We'll all be there uh, it will be a great time. We'll talk bears and have a lot of fun. It's Waddle and Sylvie. We've got Like It, Love It, a little gambling coming up on the football weekend. It's next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. I like it. I love it. Just a little taste of it. Like it, love it. Just a taste of it is our Pick'em segment. And it is every Friday at 4.30. Uh, how'd everyone do last week, Tyler? Well, I wonder why you're asking, because you went perfect last week, oh. Sylvie. A nice sixth spot for you across the board. I got five, Waddle got four, and it was a goose egg for Jeff Miller. What? Oh, a goose egg for Miller. I uh, got screwed by the Browns and Deshaun Watson being ruled out on Sunday. There's a joke there. I'm going to let it go. Did not get massaged. I didn't say anything. I just... So the standings now, Waddle is in the lead with 18. Sylvie's got 16. Meller with 12. I'm at 10. All right, Waddle. Well, you went you went perfect. Don't you get to start? Well, you still have honors. You're the weekly. Yeah. You want me to go? I mean, you want me to? How do we do this? You, you we should go. Uh, yeah, the leader. Season standings. Goes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so my like, uh, for my like, I'm going to take under 61 the total in the Oklahoma-Texas game. 
I believe that this is a battle of two of the better defenses in college football. Do I have that right? Well, Tyler, Oklahoma's a defensive minded coach. They have Clemson's old defensive coordinator. He was the guy that was making like millions of dollars to be a defensive What's coordinator. It, Brett, Brett Venables. Brett Venables, or something? yeah. yeah. Uh, but Texas has a fantastic defense. I wouldn't characterize Oklahoma as a defensive team quite yet, but they well, that's be not going to change my pick. I'm still going under 61 total in that game. Is that the, uh, what is the name of that that battle? Red River Rivalry. Yeah, there you go. That's going to be. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Yes. I'm going to like the Packers. It, I feel dirty doing it, but they're playing Vegas. Uh, Vegas is no bueno. Uh, is uh, Jimmy G coming back this week? I it, just saw Schefter tweeted he cleared concussion protocol. They're still not great. Um, and, and, you know, Packers are still decent. I know they got beaten up by the, the Lions. Uh, but that's going to be a home game for the Packers, in my estimation, in Vegas. Most games like that are. Um, the Packers are getting a point on the road. I like the Green Bay Packers here. For my like, boys, I'm going to head over to the early game on Sunday. The London game, part two. The Jaguars playing the Buffalo Bills. And I do like the Buffalo Bills right now, laying five and a half. They showed you last week against the Dolphins that they are amongst the elite in the NFL. And I don't think the Jags are really as good as they looked last year when they went to the playoffs. So How I think about this, the fact that the Jags have been in London for This the is week. a good point. You know what? That's so, a good point. And I think that's probably why the line is what it right, is, yeah. to be honest with you. And so I'll admit that that's something that you should probably take into account. But I think the Bills uh, are just a better team. Gotcha. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills. I'm actually going to be on the other side of that game for my like. I'm taking the Jaguars for the reason that Waddle laid out there. The Jaguars spent the whole week in London. Buffalo's going over to London after... Uh, a long game against uh, the the Dolphins. A lot of scoring in that one. Don't the Jags have a good record in London too? Haven't they played there? I a think bunch? they have a good spread record. Spread I don't record, know what their okay. record is, but I think their spread record's pretty good. Now I will say if uh, if you're into the referees, apparently the referee for this into game, the referee, the referee, the Bills have like a ridiculous record um, with the referee who will be on the call for that game. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, is like 8-1 and one in games officiated against the spread. So, for what it's worth. Is this like the Scott Foster effect? <laughs> it might be. It might be. Like Scott Foster and Chris Paul? Is that what it yeah, is? It's uh, uh-huh. Sean Smith. He's on the uh, call for the Jaguars-Bills game. And the Bills have been very effective. And Josh Allen, in particular, is 8-1 and one against the spread in games where Sean Smith is the official. For what it's worth. Okay. That is interesting information. Well, uh, what, what do you got here? My love. You looking for my love? My I'm looking love for your love. Is the Miami Dolphins. It's a big I number. I was thinking about this game, too. They're at home. The Giants come to town. It's going to be 90-plus degrees. Right. This is going to be a good old-fashioned boat race and beatdown. It's a big, big, big Huge number. number. But but the Miami's coming off that loss against the Bills. Correct. You know they want to get right. The yes. Giants are trash. But Saquon's coming back. They are better with Saquon, right? Yes. But... I still think I, that it's, I don't mind it goes that. down. I don't mind that. Not only do I not mind it, I love it. I know you love it. Um, normally, I would stay away with the hook here, but I think the Chiefs want to get right, especially, like, I feel like Mahomes feels he's played sloppy. He feels like he played sloppy in New York. Um, 
The Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Chiefs this weekend. It's next week's opponent for the Bears. And I think you're getting the Chiefs at a good number here at only a three and a half point favorite. The Vikings are eh. Uh, so I love the Chiefs minus three and a half. I think they win this by a touchdown. I think the Chiefs go on, a, on the road and win by a touchdown. So I love the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. Do you you know that the Vikings have never faced Patrick Mahomes? That's pretty crazy. And why why is that? Was he? I just think scheduling, like, and maybe Patrick was out if there was a moment. But it's on ESPN. So the Vikings have never lost to Patrick Mahomes. They've never played against him either. I was going to say because the Bears played against him. Four years ago, whenever yeah. the last time was, so I'm wondering yeah, why the Vikings. Now. Remember that he had that knee injury that one year, though, where he uh, missed some significant time. I bet you that's what happened. Uh, for my love, gentlemen, Sunday night football. Sunday, it is Sunday, Sunday. one of the epic rivalries in NFL history: the San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Of course, the 49ers have eliminated the Cowboys from the playoffs. The last couple of seasons, and Dallas is going on the road to take on San Francisco. And you know what? The 49ers do really well. Aside from score points, because they've scored 30 uh, in four games in a row to open the season, they also attack teams up the middle of the field, something the Cowboys defense has had trouble with. I think Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers laying three and a half. Yes, please. I'll take the home team 49ers and I'll lay those three and a half. It is I love the Niners. How many, like, it, it didn't, don't they go back last year too? Maybe not. They're scoring 30, 30 in a row. Plus. All I know is uh, every week Christian McCaffrey scores a touchdown. He's got 13 in a row. And I just think the Cowboys, especially without Trayvon Diggs as well, it's a bad spot for them. Love the Niners. It's good love. I, yeah, I, 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 by the way, it's kind of like a prove it for Dak, right? Like until you see otherwise, you always go with, go with the Niners in this. Last three games of the season for them as well. They scored 37, 37, 38 before the postseason. So they are just, they know what they're doing on the offensive side of the football. The Niners? Yes. Crazy. For my love, I'm going to go to the Jets and Broncos game. And both the Jets have a fantastic defense. Denver has a good enough defense to go up against Zach Wilson. So I'm going to go with under 43 and a half. That number seems suspiciously high. I, I know, think, but I Denver doesn't teams... have a good enough D. De- Denver's defense stinks. Dead last. But what what has Zach Wilson done? At least there's a couple playmakers on that. that Denver the Zach, the they... Zach attack on last yeah last week. I'm not buying it. Okay, he was the best. He was the best quarterback on Sunday Night Football last week. For what that's worth, right? Yeah, interesting. Hey, listen, Tyler, don't let us shake you from your pick. You stick with that. I'm sticking with my love. Okay, uh, my taste is the Texans. I was thinking about this game, too, Waddle. Just saying that... Desmond uh, Ritter stinks. Yes, and they're coming back from London after they got beat. The Texans are getting a point and a half. They play hard. This is definitely a team that the Texans can beat. So I'm I'm taking the point and a half for my taste. I'm taking the Texans. I was this close to making that my taste as well. But I'm going to go with the Bill, uh, Bill Belichick effect here. Uh, his back's against the wall. They need a win. They're at home against the New Orleans Saints, and they're only favored by a point. You realize Tom Brady's not still playing for them. I, I know, okay. I know, I know. Trying to help you out. But still, like, they've got to win. Mac Jones has to find something. It's They're playing the Saints. The Saints aren't that good. Saints play pretty good defense, but they're not a good team. I, I, I Give me a taste of the Patriots. 
That sounds like an under to me, doesn't it? Patriots, Saints. Well, you, then you should have made that one of your your. Uh, you know what? Choices. I made that maybe a side bet that I make and make a little cash on it. I don't love what you're selling there, Sylvie, for your taste, but for my taste, I love what your love is. I do think the Chiefs minus three and a half is a good spot there. I'm going to go ahead and with ride with Sylvie on his love for my taste, the Chiefs minus three and a half. For my taste, I am going to go to the Sunday night game and play the under there between Dallas and San Francisco. A lot of talk has been made about the offenses here, but the defenses are elite as well. And Dallas has relied on getting a lot of their points from defensive touchdowns. They've got four defensive touchdowns this year. I don't think you're going to get that level of defensive scoring from the Dallas defense. So give me under 45. Nah, the Niners are going to score 45 by themselves. Damn. All right, is that it? Did we hit it all? That's all. Everyone, everyone's got it. That's all, folks. So then we're going to kick off some uninterrupted time with what to watch for. Then I, I, we have not addressed this either, and, and someone just sent it to me again. Uh, I mentioned this. To, have you guys seen this? The the stuff from Getsy behind Getsy with the cell phone. Did you ever look I at this? I saw the picture. I Did saw the video? the video. Yeah, you alerted me of it. You gotta go see. Do, ever, look at Dove Kleiman's uh, tweet about what was someone with the commanders cheating. Against the Bears yesterday. Uh, were, cheating poorly. Were they doing some spying on Luke Getze? I want to discuss this uh, coming up. And as Justin Fields arrived, all that coming up. If you want to talk to us about a Bears victory Friday, 312-332-3776. Plenty of time for you. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. That's right, What to Watch For, brought to you by our great friends and partners at Connie's Frozen Pizza. Be caller 10 right now with free pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza, the official frozen pizza of the Waddle and Sylvie Show. 332-3776. Caller 10 wins. You watching any new shows? You usually have a good recommendation. Um, I'm kind of out of... Uh, I watched the most recent episode of... Um, the morning show last night, it was kind of a, a throwback, or it was a, a revisit show from... You'll understand when you see it. Yeah, I, I, and I just the, started and the watching night, it. The night before, I watched um, Equalizer 3. So I've been watching... My wife's out of town, so I've been watching some te- some television. Like, oh, I get to choose what we're watching, and I've enjoyed it. Um... But I'm going with the old... Uh, I, these guys talked about it. I think that this is the game of the year so far for me. It's the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. That's what I'm looking most forward to this weekend watching any television. I'm looking forward to on Sunday just to watch like the NFL because yeah, I should. don't have to work. Yeah. You know, it's a first Sunday for me. Um, I, I got a lot of rave reviews, by the way, last week for my recommendation on the... Um, the documentary that I recommended on uh, Netflix. Um, I will give you another documentary this week, too. My wife is a big, big fan, and this goes into what a lot of people are talking about pop culture-wise with Travis Kelsey. But this is Jason Kelsey. My wife loves their podcast. Loves their podcast. 
Have you guys seen the Jason Kelsey documentary on Amazon Prime? I have not. She was watching it the other day since she's such a big fan. And I do believe she likes Jason Kelsey even more than Travis Kelsey. He is a very interesting dude. Um, he he did a whole documentary and like the whole Super Bowl thing and playing against his brother and how tough of a loss it was. And then when he was debating whether or not he would retire, it was all captured. It's really, really good. And I think it's got an 8.4 rating. I'm looking at it right now. And I am DB. So Amazon Prime, if you're, again, it's not multiple um, episodes. An hour and 42 minutes. If you want some extra football, Jason Kelsey, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. Really good stuff. They're a fun family to watch. Yeah. My wife loves it. Yes. She loved it. What are you guys watching for? I think my favorite sports viewing item was the one you recommended about the quarterback show. I loved that. I think that was the best thing I saw this year, sports. When, when, remember Full Swing, how good Full Swing was done. I raved about that. When a, this a one sports, was better. When a sports documentary is done right, yeah. and it teaches you something that you did not know, and it captures emotion like you could not plan for, It uh, that's the essence of it. And... Uh, it's this was good from the parts I watched about a half hour of it because I, I was surprised. I walked into the to the bedroom and my wife was watching Kelsey. Uh, I'm Jason Kelsey and his documentary just came out. What are you guys watching for? For me, a series I've been watching lately this past week, Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zone documentary series about people who are in five unique regions across the world. Uh, an author by the name of Don Butner, who wrote a book about this, has a series and go exploring all these different locations across the world and why these particular people tend to live these much longer lives. And a lot of the things are very inherent and it's nothing that you're not having three scotches on Friday the way that I am. Yeah, that's probably part of it. But a lot of them are drinking, you know, a glass of a glass wine. Of wine walking to exactly. get to and from dinner, right? And 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 but it's a really good look at some things that you might want to incorporate in your own life if you'd like to live longer. And I'll also double back. I mentioned it last this week. This is with, on Netflix, right? This is on Netflix, the series. Yeah, it's called, again, Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zone. And then finally, uh, I'll double back. And uh, I mentioned it last week without having seen it, but I was interested. I watched it, Reptile. And you said you watched it as well, Sylvie. It wasn't like a four-star movie, but I thought for Netflix, it was probably, I'd give it a three, three and a half stars. So I enjoyed so it. So would I. Waddle, you would like this. This is, you would, I'm going to endorse Reptile. Yes. yes. Benicio Del Toro, uh, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, it was a, it was a good watch. So I, wa- I love Benicio del Toro. Yeah, he's and, really good. And what's his name? Um, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his face? One of the most famous people uh, around. Uh, singer. Yes, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yes, he's in it as well. Is he still one of the most famous people around? Uh, I think he's been low key lately. Okay. He has not been in much lately, and he has not done. Uh, much music lately. Yeah, he's uh, definitely more of an actor than a musician these days. Interesting. Um, a lot of other actors, a lot of other character actors that you will certainly recognize in this. Yeah. Okay. Someone yeah. from Entourage. 
um, the bald guy. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, and then one guy who always plays like a creepy character. There, it was a very very good cast, and I thought a very good movie, three to three and a half star movie. Okay. This weekend, I'm going to be watching uh, the 11 a.m. slates of college football on Saturday. You got a couple good ones there. Oklahoma and Texas, Maryland, Ohio State, LSU, and Mizzou. All those very good games. All So if you've got the, the YouTube TV multi-view, you can multi-view them up. Put them on all three because uh, it should be a good one. I love right. college football. Yeah, college football has been great. I'm going home to watch uh, Moeller High School take on uh, Cleveland St. Ignatius. How, how, how is your uh, team? I think we're pretty good. I'm going to get a better feel for them when I go see them play tomorrow. Uh, but I think uh, so far, so good. My coach is being honored for a great career, college football, or high school football, rather, Steve Cloney. So I'm going when, home to see them. When did he stop coaching? He was on the staff recently up till a couple of years ago. Um, hasn't been their head coach for a while, but... Um, going to be a good opportunity to go back and uh, see some high school friends that uh, I haven't seen in quite some time. So well, good, good, good. It's always great. Oh, like you appreciate great. that more and more the older you get. To my it. favorite years in all of sports were my high school years. Even more so than college. Absolutely. Because you are still very tight Sports with all wise. your guys. I know, but you're still very tight with all your college guys. Uh, when you we're talking about having a good time, I, the college days may rank up there higher. But I'm talking about the pure enjoyment of sports. I had more enjoyment playing sports in high school than any other. That's life. awesome. That's that's cool. Three one two three three two. I still got my drink on after games in high school too. I, yeah, you were one of those. What you what were you, you were an early drinker. <laughs> not, not you mean like not in the day. I didn't wake up at nine and have a no, beer. No, no. Like I, for me, I was a late developer as far as my party game. Well, you have to remember I, in Cincinnati as well in Ohio, the drinking age was like nineteen. So, like, but you were fourteen. That drinking. was not fourteen. You were fifteen was not or fourteen. 15. You no, were, that's not true. Well, how old were you? Sixteen, probably. Okay, I mean, like. To me, still, it was more, I drank more because peer pressure. I didn't enjoy the drinking. Didn't enjoy it. The first time I got drunk was on a wine, was wine coolers. Ooh. Because Yeah, be, well, because I, I thought it coolers. tasted more, better. Because, Little Bartles and James for you, Sylvie? Yeah, I think Ugh. it was Bartles and James. Yeah, or whatever, like, what were the... Were you a big Bar- Zima guy, too? I didn't like Zima. Oof. Zima was clear, wasn't it? Yes. Um, but beer to me back in the day, at least the skunky beer that people would get at the, <laughs> the parties. It was the nectar of the gods. I hated the taste. And then the the hard alcohol that my buddies would drink and they would do quarters. I would not drink. Ugh. I didn't drink hard alcohol until I went to college. I never Disgusting. drank. Disgusting. Never drank hard alcohol in high school at any point. And then I, I told you that at prom we drank peach snaps. Yeah, we did some of that like, in college This is disgusting. Years. Let me tell you, I swore off Rumpelmans by the time oh, I was. Yeah. Before I, I even got to college. So wow. let's enjoy some mouthwash. Yeah, oh, God. How about Goldschlager? Oh, yeah. That was before I even got to college. I was like, yeah. I've had my run with this. I'm done. Yeah. It's just beautiful. like Man. Goldschlager with puke then yes. is basically what you remember. I'm t- telling you, like. like the worst decision you'll ever make is that when the lights go on or they're saying last call and you order 10 shots of, you know, rumple mitts, oh. like thinking like, yeah, let's, you know what, let's finish tonight off with a bang. 
Let's do this. Everybody, rumple mitts for everyone. Next thing you know, you're, the, rumple mitts. you're in the you're out in the in the alley puking your guts oh, up. Gross. It's WMVP Chicago, ESPN <laughs> one thousand, WSHE HD two Chicago. We could do that. We could do things. Multitask waddle. This was the party me. This was from high or from college. This was college picture. It's Rocking par- the mullet. Yeah. That was college time right there. Party in the back. Yeah. Business in the front. You know it. If you want to weigh in on the Winter Bears. Lose, drink the booze. 312-332-3776 or Victory Friday. We go into the weekend in style. Talk about the Bears game, all that. Um, I, I also want to talk about what we, we mentioned here before we got into what to watch for. A buddy of mine was uh, just texting too. Mike Strauss, great lawyer, uh, was sending me, and, and other people have sent me this. I, I wanted you to watch it earlier in the show as well. Uh, this going around Twitter. There, so Luke Getzey's calling plays. I think this happened in the third quarter. Is that when it was, Mallor? When when this was recorded? Dove Kleiman uh, has it going around on Twitter. You can watch the video, and there's a still picture. Luke Getzey is calling a play. And there is somebody who is working for the NFL who is wearing the green, the lime green vest that says NFL on it, who is standing behind Luke Etsy. But he is holding his cell phone and the cell phone case, which we all have. So, you know, your phone doesn't break when you drop it is a Washington Commander's case. Mm. And it's got the W on it in mm. Commander's colors. Mm-hmm. And he is holding the phone up like mm. he's either texting or he's recording or taking a picture or a video, possibly, uh, like of Luke Getze's Denny's menu. Aren't they not? Like, they're not allowed to I have I don't think you phones. were allowed to have a phone on the side. Yeah, I thought so, too. Now he has an all access pass. Right. Right. He will not be hard to identify and interrogate if that is necessary. Right. Like at the very least, I would think that this video would prompt the NFL to ask questions on who this is and what yes. were you doing? And why do you have it? And if, if so, 